Welcome. You're listening to Soli, a podcast driven by curiosity and spirituality with intuitive mediums Shayla and Peyton. Join us as we ask questions, create conversation, and share in an open and heart-centered way our personal experiences and mystical ponderings. If you're spiritually curious and want to be a part of the conversation, then this is the perfect space for you. This is Soli. Okay, so we are really, really excited today because we have Christy on today. And Christy is this amazing just human being. <laughs> so I've worked with her for quite a while, like podcasting. And this is the first time that Peyton's actually meeting her in person, but she does human design. She's all about alignment. One word that comes up that you just said before when we were talking is deconditioning. So just really finding your authentic self. You've had multiple businesses in your life that have been successful. And I'm very fascinated by that because they're so different. And you somehow just come into alignment now with like what you're doing now. And I think it's interesting to see like your background. So I feel like we have so much to talk about and hit on with you because you're just fascinating to me. But also, I just really want to have our listeners get a little bit of an understanding on human design and kind of what it is and how it can help them in their life in different ways, because there's so many ways that it can be helpful. So you specialize in a lot of like business stuff and alignment and even just like personal development and all of that amazing stuff. So I'm going to just get you to kind of talk about your personal development with it. Like, how did you even get into human design? What was your journey before we started? You mentioned like the easiest thing, and this is like the gateway for a lot of people is mediumship. It was an easy thing to hop into and kind of find out, but then it took you to different places. So I'd love you to just share kind of a little bit what you were sharing before with us um, when we were recording, just like about your journey and all of that good stuff. Well, absolutely. And thank you both for having me on. I'm honored to be here. I'm so, I'm just such a big fans of both of you. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, We're fans of you. (laughs) Even though this is the first time, this is the first time you and I have connected. So I, I was just excited about that before we got on, we were talking and like, we know a lot of the same people and we've heard about each other through all these people, but we've yet to actually connect. So um, I'm, I'm very grateful that you're here today. So. This is a fun way to finally get to hang out with you. So I'll take it. It's great. Exactly. There you go. (laughs) So I actually came to human design through my development journey. So I'll just, I'll back up for a second. So what human design is, because that will help with context, is it's, it's a synthesis of these ancient forms, these ancient modalities. It's a synthesis of the I Ching, the Kabbalah, astrology, the chakra system, and quantum physics. And it's this really sort of magical combination of all of these modalities. And it was, there's a a fascinating backstory and I would encourage anyone to, to Google it. It's longer than what I'll get into right now, but it was a channeled system that came through for a man. And it's a wildly accurate system. And I have been a student of astrology my entire life since I was a teenager. And on my development path, so my development path, I've, I've been a very open person spiritually my whole life. I've been a a channel and a medium and very psychic and very energetically sensitive my entire life, but very scared and deeply in the closet, like deeply deep. I was so sure if people really understood what I was experiencing that I would get locked up forever. And, And because of that, what I didn't recognize is that when you walk with that consciousness of, I can't tell anyone I'm going to get locked up forever, then that's that's a, a sign in and of itself that everything's going to be okay, right? And what I realized as I was through my entrepreneurship journey, because I've built multiple businesses, I was leaning on these energetic tools more and more. So I was leaning on my ability to tune in as a channel. I was leaning on all of these modalities, but I was still deep in the closet and so scared. And then I felt like I was cheating the system because I'm like, oh man, I'm like winning awards. If anyone finds out why I'm going to get in so much trouble, I really like a young (laughs) child's response, right? I was like a six-year-old as an adult, so afraid of getting caught. And so in my early 40s, as part of my personal development path, as part of my, like, I've been in therapy 
off and on my whole life. I've worked with shamans. I've done all of this development work to be the best version of myself. I recognize that I could never be fully whole, be the complete authentic version of me until I dealt with this part of me. And to be honest, it took me years and it took a lot of baby steps of like baby stepping out of the closet and working with healers and working with guides and baby stepping each year a little bit more and a little bit more. And then finally, I think when I met Danielle, which is where we all know each other, I was ready to really take a giant step and claim this for myself and say, okay, I'm ready to be public and I'm ready to under, like deeply understand this part of myself in a public way instead of behind closed doors with like one healer saying, Shh, don't raise your voice, don't tell anyone. And the easiest thing to start with was mediumship because it felt the most tangible. I'd been having mediumistic experiences my entire life. It was a very, this might sound so funny, but of all of the esoteric, like of all of the things, it was the one that felt the most human, right? It was the one that felt the most three-dimensional, like part of our world. I love because that. I'm connecting with your grandmother, right? I'm connecting with your own. Like, right. it's like, I, this is what your uncle looks like. And this is the story he told me about the experience he had with you when you were a little boy. Like, it's so evidential. It's so part of our, I don't want to call it mundane, but, you know, it's part of our material world. You know, I can, when I go into the Akashic Records and we can talk about, you know, the energetic blocks from your early childhood and your ancestral trauma and your past life, like then we start getting much more woo, right? Some levels of woo. Right. (laughs) So, um, so I started with mediumship, but then very quickly I, I moved into the Akashic Records, which was, it's like, I call it like energetic Google, right? Like. Like it's it's a form of channeling where I can go into a, a high vibrational field where there is no time, where everything is happening in the now. And it's just the ability to tune in like a radio frequency. I just tune into that frequency where everything is happening in the now. And in that now, I'm able to receive information that happens what we would call in our world, like across all timelines, except it's all happening now. This gets weirder, so mm. I won't go down that road. But <laughs> You're good. (laughs) But what I found was in those conversations, like in those channeling experiences, I was being brought information about astrology and human design. They kept coming forward. I was like, we are mixing too many modalities. Like this is, (laughs) it felt like we were pulling from, and so I was, I was having these really holistic, energetic experiences where there's a component of mediumship and we're in the Akashic records and then astrology is coming forward and human design is coming forward. And one of the things that Danielle teaches actually was that so much of her development path was spirit led, right? And so just trusting that the information that's coming through is the next right step. So I was a good student. I was like, all right, let's go. Next right step. I'll take it. Here we go. Here we go. And so I started to create offers that were a synthesis, which was the next right step for me at the time. It did not last for forever because it became too much. But this, I, I would offer these sessions where it would be all, it would be all these things. We're going to look at your astrology, your human design and Akashic records. And during the Akashic records sessions, I'm sure that your ancestors will also step through all of this in an hour. Come sit with me. And it was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was potent and also it was way too much and it was energetically also really intense so it was oh, a I lot bet. for me to hold it, it, it was a lot for the sitter was like wow this is like like energetic healing right. through uh, fire hose it was a lot it was a lot so the tidal wave of woo <laughs> right it was <laughs> that is a great title for a number of things but it's like a podcast yeah a book, so many if you things. need a book title yeah um, so from there, I was working more and more and more with human design. And what was fascinating to me was I really started spending time with human design to understand my own business. And that was the lens through which I was really focused. I had worked on my own alignment through human design, and that was something I'd been experimenting with for some time by that point. 
And I, you know, was using it as a parenting tool with my kids, which is really what I think its core purpose should be or is in many ways, because it's quite brilliant as a way to deeply understand your children and foster their own authentic nature and not impose your own stuff on them. But then when I really started to use it to understand how to get clear on my business, because I was feeling stuck, I was feeling really confused. It was like unlocking some magical like resource that I hadn't understood. And I dove deep into this work. And I'm, I'm, Shayla was mentioning this when we were talking before we started recording, but I'm a five, one in human design. And so those are the profile lines and that, you know, that five is all about leadership and practice and offering practical solutions to people. And that one line is all about deep, deep research. And I will go down every rabbit hole and learn all of the things that I'm passionate about. And so I became this really devoted student to understanding how to apply human design and jinkies to business. And when I did that, it unlocked my own understanding of what I'm here to do in my business and everything sort of magically fell into place. And then I start, and then I brought it to my clients. I actually first brought it to my friends. So then I would <laughs> just go to people and say, Hey, I, can I, can I give you a reading? Cause I'm, I think I've figured yep. this thing out. I think I'm starting to understand this and I, I want to see if this tracks for you. And then for them, things started magically falling into place. And there was just a level of clarity. And I think for entrepreneurs, especially for spiritual entrepreneurs, it's a very delicate space because it's weird to turn your devotional practice, your service, your, you know, your heart led way to serve and help others into a commodity that doesn't feel very right. good. It feels right in a lot of ways. It feels out of alignment. It feels like it's not like I'm not supposed to start, you know, making Facebook ads to say, come get my reading. Like it feels yucky. It doesn't feel like it's an integrity. It feels like there should just be a magical unfolding that the right people will come. And I do believe there is some of that. But I also believe in this day and age where we are in an online space and we're no longer living in a tribal community which is, you know, how we are innately built to live. We're innately built to live in these communities that we, because we don't have that anymore in the same way and we're so isolated, there really isn't an opportunity to have a reciprocal relationship with our people, right? In a community, mm -hmm. we're recognized for the gifts we have. Those gifts are received and then we receive support in exchange. And it's a beautiful reciprocal relationship. And now instead we're in our little boxes, in our Zooms, all by ourselves, <laughs> trying to post on Instagram and say, hi, I want to help people, anyone, right? And it, it feels right. hard and uncomfortable and and weird. And And so what I learned through human design is that there's actually a really beautiful way of being in alignment with how you're here to serve. And there's a way to cultivate your brand and your messaging and your, you know, the, the entire experience of your business in a way that more effortlessly attracts the people that it's meant to attract. So it doesn't have to feel yucky and weird. It actually starts to feel magical and reciprocal. It's like, oh, when I shine my light and I do it in this certain way that is most authentic, then my people start to see me and find me. Okay. That was a long answer. And I'm not sure. That was so good. <laughs> I'm like, I can, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, I can keep listening. I'm like, no, it's fascinating. And thank you because you really covered like a lot of areas that I had questions for you for. So one thing that I love that you said is how you because I think this is good for anyone on the development path, regardless of what modality you're using. You said you really jumped into human design to understand yourself better so that then you were able to better than serve other people. And I think that is a great message for anyone, whatever you're beginning, whatever you're getting into, use it to help like heal your road. And then it will help like you then see the path that you're supposed to follow. So that's great. So thank you for sharing that and saying that. Can I add um, just one more thing to that? Because of course, I like 
un, I did not think in a million years that this is what I would be doing. And even when I entered yeah. Danielle's world, I did not think I was going to be a professional anything. I was like, I would just like to be comfortable with myself and under, deeply understand this part of me. And it was, there is an unfolding that happens on the development path, I think, mm -hmm. where we really learn to love ourselves along the way. And I think yeah. it's a process and I wish more people understood, like that's really what's happening. And whether you jump into, right. yeah, I'm going to turn it into a business right away. Or whether you're like, no, I just want to be developing and developing either way. Ultimately, yeah. what you're really learning is before I can serve anybody else, how can I deeply love myself? A hundred percent. It is such a journey within. Like it's, that's like the most beautiful, sometimes the most challenging part, you know, because I just had this conversation earlier in a reading. I had a client that's beginning her path. And I said, you know, it's the most magical thing you're ever going to experience because all these parts of you that have been a part of you your whole life are finally going to get illuminated and you're finally going to get to see what it really is and connect with it. I said, but you know, there is challenge there because it's going to, it's going to be a journey with Within. And if there's anything that needs mended, that's going to come up to the surface. And you just, I mean, you, you walk through it and that ends up also becoming a very magical and beautiful part of it as you, as you continue on. So no, that's great. I, I love that you brought that up because I think that's a, a very good reminder for everyone. So with human design, now I, you talked a lot about how this had, this helped benefit and strengthen your relationship with your businesses and how you were moving with through those. I'm, I'm assuming then maybe that helped you move away from some as you began to understand yourself better and how it is you work better and you can apply that better. When I had my human design reading, that was something that was really a, a lot of it for me I was able to apply to my because I'm also an entrepreneur I was able to apply to how I proceed in that world so let's see I am a manifesting generator so I want to talk because there's four and what is the label for those four energy um, energy type four energy types thank you five. so um and i would i would there's five okay so i would love for you to explain what those are and for our listeners but with everything else it's a very layered cake there's a lot to human design so it's not just that piece but with mine it, one thing that i had really taken away from it was it was saying you know being a manifesting generator i'm able to bring forth what it is that i'm i'm seeing and i'm foreseeing and i'm wanting and it's better that if i just if i let it come to me it works in a better flow than if i were to go out and try to conquer these things and find these solutions. It's better to know what it is I want and then wait for it to come to me and then go after it. And it was just when I was told that, and then I look back at every aspect of my life, I'm like, that has always been how things have worked for me. Like no matter what it was, whenever, if I try too hard to make something happen, it just, it, there was always resistance. But if I just knew what it was I wanted and waited for it, it would eventually come. So, you know, I very much recommend getting one of these, especially if you are in the business world, because it is just a reminder or a confirmation or a validation of maybe experiences you had been having. So if you would, please explain those five different types um, so for our listeners can become familiar so your energy type is and it is there are levels and layer there's so much information with human design so but your energy type is you can think of it as the energy with which you're moving through life and so there are I, I put them in there's two categories there's what I would call sacrals and then non-sacrals and so your sacral is is what's called the motor center and it's how you respond. And so generators and manifesting generators are often grouped together as one of the four, which is why I say five, because ah, in my experience, okay. generators and manifesting generators are similar because they're sacrals and they're here to respond to life. But there are differences in how their energy works. So there's manifesting generators and then there's generators and a manifesting generator has an energy that is, it's very in, in its most aligned, it's very playful. It's very creative. It's, it's very expressive and it, it tends to move in like big bursts of energy, right? It like has a big burst, it moves and then it sort of needs to rest for a minute and then another big burst and then it rests. And then a generator is, and, and they, they say with a manifesting generator that you're here to, 
to do multiple things. Like you'll have a life that's very varied. You'll have, you'll end up doing a lot of things in your life. Even at one time, you'll always have multiple things that you're focusing on. And if not, you tend to get quite bored and stagnant. So it's an energy that really likes to move. And a generator is, again, it's that sacral, but it's here to be a master at something. So there's whatever it is that it gets really lit up by. It's here to really focus on that and then and then, and then then really dedicate its time to mastering it. And it doesn't mean, and I get this question a lot where generators are like, well, does that mean I can't do multiple things? No, but if you've ever watched, like when I watch a generator work, they do not want to get bothered. They want to stay focused. They they have their blinders on and they're deeply passionate and they can just go and focus on that one thing. They can like push that boulder uphill and not and not want to and be annoyed if anything else pulls them away. Whereas a manifesting generator, a manifesting generator can be working on one thing and then you bring something else exciting to them that lights them up and they're like, oh, what else? Ooh, what else? And they 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 are more like a puppy in that regard. And I say that as a manifesting mm-hmm. generator. So I speak from my own truth. And then you get into the non-sacrals. And so when you look at the generators and the manifesting generators being like that lit up, that that sacral energy, if you think of the chakra system, right? This is it's creativity and it's passion and it's sexuality. It's that life force sacral. And so that's what's really driving those two. The non-sacrals, that would be your projector. That would be your manifester and your reflector. And they're here to respond quite differently. So instead of responding, like the manifester is here to initiate. So they talk about how most of the rulers of kingdoms back in the day were manifestors. Like that's manifestor energy. It's here to just do the thing. It's here to initiate its energy and but not to have to follow through. So it will, you know, start the thing. It will start whatever the project is. But if you ask it to do all the minutiae, all this, the the granular work, it's going to get very burnt out very, very quickly. So, so that's when, when you look at like business strategy, you want to pair a manifester with a generator because then right. you put those two energies together and the manifester initiates and then the generator takes over. And then you've got a machine that's working really, really effectively. Reflectors are completely open centers. I'm trying to not get too deep into this information for fear of confusing people. <laughs> But they say that a reflector is here to wait and it like when making decisions, when responding to life, they're here to wait an entire lunar cycle, which tends to cause a lot of anxiety for reflectors. And it's not that they have to for every decision in their life. It's just that a reflector is like a sponge. So any environment that they're in, they sort of, they take on the energy of the environment because they're open. And so in order to really make an aligned decision, they want to have the time to move through different mm. environments to, to measure their response through these different environments. Because if not, if they make it too soon, then they haven't really understood themselves without experiencing more of their life. Trying so hard not to get too into the details. But. You're doing great. You're doing great. Okay. No, I think that's, yeah. Because <laughs> it's complicated. There's lots of layers to it. Of course. Um, um, it was a big then, question. <laughs> I know. And well, and then I, I project, and I think what's tricky is that it is just one part, right? So like a manifesting generator that has a certain profile and has some centers open and some centers defined is going to be very different than a different manifesting generator. It's a little like with astrology, like one Taurus sun is going to be different than another Taurus sun based on all of their placements. And I think just like in pop astrology, we can start, you know, stereotyping. And I think it can be the same for human design. And so a lot of the work that I do in human design is to focus on sort of the the more like the incarnation cross and the profile to really deeply understand how is the energy moving through your system and how are you receiving the world and how is the world receiving you? And that's when it gets really, really fascinating. But uh, I digress. The last one is projector. So the last energy type is projector. And 
I love projectors. Projectors in business are amazing when they're in alignment because projectors, they're really here to be recognized for their gifts. And I think projectors, it's one of the hardest energy types to master in, especially in business, but just generally in life. Because when a projector isn't recognized for their gifts, they get bitter and they very, they can be like, forget it. Just nobody notices me. Nobody cares. Never mind. It's terrible. But but what is amazing is that when a projector really starts with themselves, going back to what we were saying about self-love, when a projector recognizes themselves and really falls deeply in love with themselves and their gifts and their service to the world and really deeply embodies that, when they do that first and do it fully, and then they just start to show up in the world and shine their light from that knowing, they become the brightest light. So in some ways, it's the hardest path because it takes that deep self-recognition. But when they get it, it's pretty magical because projectors are here to guide us. They're our guides. All right. Well, that was a lot of amazing information. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of information. Great I know. Information. So, no, it's perfect. I think this is a really good start for people to kind of understand it because it can feel so complicated too when you especially when you do your chart and you look at it and you're like what is going on so that can be a first little thing to kind of look into and while you're speaking I'm like oh my gosh like you're talking about projectors I'm like that's my husband and then you're talking about the manifester energy and I had to laugh because I just instantly got this memory of me with my son so I'm a generator and he's like six years old and he just always has these like ideas and things he wants to do. And so one of them was a costume. He wanted to make a Thomas the Train costume. So into it, like you need to get me this paint now. We have to go right now to the store and get it. I go, I do all the things. I'm like working hard. I'm helping him paint it. By the time it's finished, he's like, okay. He's like done with it. And he's on to the next costume idea. Like, but that was just like an example of like, he has this like manifestation, this dream he wants to do, right? And he's just so eager to do it and so excited. But then- the in-between stuff, he's not necessarily like, okay, I want to do it, but he wants to see the end result. And it kind of needed me to, <laughs> to bring him into that. Right. So yeah, I thought that was really funny. Just kind of hearing the different dynamics of each. Well, and so when we look at business and I'm going to connect this to children in a second, because when we look at business, I, I have a lot of people that come to me and they are burnt out. They're exhausted. And they're like, I, how do I, this is, can't be this hard. Like, how do I do this differently? And it's because they've been conditioned to show up in the world a certain way. And we've really been conditioned to show up as generators. It's, that's the dominant energy type in, on this planet is generator. And in the industrialized education system, we are taught to be generators. You start a thing, you got to finish it. You show up every day. You're consistent. You follow through. You be responsible for the thing that, you know, we're really, and we praise generators in our society, but it doesn't, it only works for generators. And so it doesn't work for manifesting generators. It certainly won't work. And projectors, more than anyone, they're the ones that I sit with the most that are just, they're like, I don't want to do any of this ever again. This is so awful. Even though this is my heart, this is my passion. Like I know it's how I'm here to serve, but this whole system, I watch how everyone else is working and it's not working for me. And I don't know what to do. Do I just burn the whole thing down and walk away? No, of course not. It's just you can work like a projector can do more in four hours than a generator can in 12. A manifester can create has this like bright spark that they get this giant creative spark and they're like, and that spark changes the world, right? Like this is how we invent things. We just have this like giant, like I have a knowing, I have an inspiration and now we need all the other people to come and support it and bring it to fruition. So yeah, yeah it's love that. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think as like a generator too, like you said, that's the most common one that and it kind of is how the world is run. And I think it's interesting because now we can see like different elements of each other and that there's no wrong way to do it. It's just a different way. So when I'm in my generator tailspin of like, and that's the thing where sometimes I have a hard time starting to work because I know once I start. I, I can't stop. Like I literally can't stop. It, it comes to helpful sometimes. Like when I had to move a few years ago, I was up for 37 hours straight and everyone else crashed around me. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> 
but I think sometimes we could have this judgment towards each other. Like, why aren't you thinking the same way or like working energetically the same way? And so it could be really helpful to learn about these different things, not just your own, because then you have family members and, you know, then you understand more people that you're working with in business and it just creates this energetic flow that can be really helpful to understand one another. So that's what I think is really cool about that. I think the next question, or sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say really quickly, the other thing that's really interesting, like eventually one day I will also do work with families because I use human design for my kids all the time and it's so powerful. But one of the things that's also interesting to look at is the family system. And actually it's the same in business. You look at a business system and you look at how everyone is plugging into everyone's energy because, you know, your generator energy is impacting your son's manifestor energy and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So when you guys are right and and you plug into that and what's fascinating in human design is you can really look at how energetically you're completing one another and what the synthesis of your two charts is. And it's it's mm-hmm. absolutely fascinating, fascinating. And, and it's it's great to solve like workplace issues or family systems issues. When you start to see, oh, like we're triggering each other because of these mislaid expectations or we're projecting on each other because of, and it really helps you understand. You know, one of the things I love about human design is it's very masculine. It's a very masculine systems based, which makes my five lines so happy because it's so practical. It's a system. It's it's so black and white in that regard. And it's a, it's a map. It's just a, a very clear map. And I find, you know, I, I can now to work with profiles. I find profiles are the most informative snapshot of someone, even more than energy types. It's, it's pretty remarkable. Just as you were talking and going through this, I'm like, I know so many people Maybe it's, well, nothing's a coincidence, (laughs) but I think since (laughs) the pandemic, I think one thing it caused a lot of people to do is to stop and think like, what is happening in the world? Where am I going? What do I want to do? And I think it opened this door that a lot of people are really trying to figure out how they fit and how they work in this world as it continues to keep ever changing. So I just keep seeing like what an amazing tool to be able to offer people. And like you said, it's structured. There's there's a system in place to it. It's, you know, when you have it explained to you and you're going through it, you can see why it is the way it is. And it just connects so well. Like what an amazing tool to be able to have if you are in this moment of like, I know I need to do something. Maybe I'm not sure what that's going to be. So then maybe it leads you towards like, well, you need to be doing something that helps, you know, reflect your strengths or I have this thing already, but it's not working. How do we, you know, how do we understand each other better so that we can get this, the the energy flowing better or just for, to get it to work better. So it, I can imagine, I don't have children, but I know that both of you do. So I can only imagine that this would also work amazing with raising little ones. So it's, yeah, I just think it's fascinating. And I think a lot of people really could benefit from it in, in so many ways. Yeah, it is. It's really, and, and it, it's a tool. Like it's just one more tool. It's a wildly accurate one. I, I actually got to the point where I had to stop doing astrology readings because the inaccurate, it's, it's very archetypal astrology, which is part of why I love it. But human design is so granular, (laughs) so specific that I, I was, I was just preferential. I, I just preferred it so much more because it was such a very specific system. And, you know, I will say, like every other tool, it has its, you know, I I tend to work with the women that that I tend to work with, and I don't only work with women, but the majority of people I work with are women, are either early stage entrepreneurs that are spiritual entrepreneurs who are trying to figure out how to get this thing up and running and are looking at how everyone else is doing it and realizing it doesn't work for them or entrepreneurs that are, have been doing it, running their business a certain way and have hit the wall or they're so burnt out. They're, you know, they're so not fulfilled. It's not growing the way that it, that's sustainable for them energetically. They're feeling disillusioned by it. So those tend to be the two types of people that I mostly work with. And it is when we always start with human design. And then, you know, that's where we start with. And we look at 
understanding, you know, where are you out of alignment? Where are you in your conditioning? Where are you trying to be something you're not? How can we come back to being your most authentic self first and foremost, moving out of your shadow stuff, moving out of your lower frequency? Like, where are you tangled up in your programming? Where are you tangled up in an idea of what's supposed to be versus who you are? And also looking at, you know, what do you need to heal within yourself? And then, so then we start looking at energetics and personal development. And I really believe you cannot do one without the other. You can't, if you want to be, you know, I love entrepreneurship so much. I've, I've built three companies now. It is my heart. I mean, I love my kids and my family. That's my heart first. But then second to that is entrepreneurship because it's such an extension of our own personal growth. Like we will learn more about ourselves through going all in on our businesses than most anything else, because it's our walking heartbeat out there. Right. And we're trying to figure out how to grow it and be it in its which means that what we're really trying to do is understand how to be the biggest, best version of us. And that's always what it comes down to, which is why ultimately a lot of this work is energetics and, and untangling where we're caught up. Like, what are the money wounds playing out here? What are your core relational mm-hmm. wounds that are playing out here? Like, how is it that you're stuck with your parents are getting projected onto what happens when a client doesn't book with you again, because that's the stuff that comes up. And that's part of what has to get healed in order to, to move forward and then strategy. And that's again, as like a five, as a five line, I love strategy. (laughs) I really do. And I think that there's always a strategy that can can best support someone based on their energy, right? Based on their energy and their desire to grow and scale their company. There's always an aligned strategy. And sometimes people just can't see it because they're too busy looking at the way they think it's supposed to be done. Definitely. I think uh, one question that I'm kind of hearing in my head for our audience is what are maybe like two things in their chart that they can look at that can kind of help them either in business, family or whatever, like I know you said the profile can be a really potent area. Can you kind of explain a little bit more? Not like going over every single one because I know there's so many of them, but just in general, like how that can be helpful for someone to look that up along with their their type. Right. So your energy type will help you understand how you use your energy in your life. And of course, your business being an extension of that. If you're out of alignment, then you'll get burnt out and then the whole thing doesn't work out very well. Your profile is like when you like, what is the simplest answer for this? So it's the indicator that's part of, it's the number that's part of your conscious sun and your unconscious sun. So in human design, there are gates, trying not to get too granular here, but if you pull your human design chart, you'll see there are these long columns, one on each side at the top, you'll see, you'll have a gate and then the gate will be like, you know, 24.2. And it's that two, that conscious line. This is when you look at your conscious line, that first line in your profile, this is how you see yourself. So this is the, so what are your profiles? So I'm a five one. I'm a one three. Oh, okay, great. Well, we have all one lines. This is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. So like that, so that conscious sign, so Peyton, one for you and five for you and I, that's the part that we recognize within ourselves, right? We recognize that like for the five line, I we recognize that we have innate leadership qualities. We just do. We recognize that we love, we are here to solve people's problems. We are here to fix things. We are here to come in with practical solutions to help solve problems. That one line, pain for you, that one line is you're incredibly knowledgeable. You've spent your life studying and understanding things. And you know that part of what you're here to do is to teach and share that with other people. And you know that when you look in the mirror, you recognize the one line in you. That second line, that's part of our unconscious son. And that, that unconscious part, what is so fascinating to me is it's often the part that we hold the most shadow with that is the hardest for us to fully embody within ourselves, to fully step into the power of, like own it. But it's the part that other people recognize in us so readily. 
So Shayla, for you and I, that's our one line. And that is the part where we know a lot of things about a lot of things. And we're actually here to share, but I don't know about you, but for me, that's been one of the hardest things to overcome, to feel yeah. like I'm not ready to talk about what I know. I yeah. don't know. What, can I take another course, read another book, get another right. degree, do something? Yeah. I, I am not qualified. I think I said this at the very, before we even started recording, I said, I am not an expert on anything. I am just an eternal student. That is the shadow of my one line. I'm, mm-hmm. I will always defer to, I'm, I'll take eight more courses. Thank you. Before I, before yeah. I, okay? <laughs> and then that three line is, you know, you're here to lead and teach through trial and error, through all the life experiences that you have. And three lines are amazing. They have so much grit. They're, they've got so, they just, they, there's an analogy they talk about in human design where you like bounce, you just sort of bounce off the walls of life. You don't ever really fall down. You're really strong because you're here to experience everything. And it's never about was it successful or not? It's always just about the experience and the this right experience leads to the next right experience. And often your quote unquote failures are the greatest experiences that you're here to teach us through. But the mm-hmm. shadow of that three line can be, I don't want to do it because I know it's going to fail. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm too afraid it's going <laughs> to fail because I have a track record, mm-hmm. right? Instead of, oh, my power is as much in my failure as it is in my success, because this is this is why people are so attracted to me is because I've had all these incredible experiences and the rest of us aren't judging you the way you are. We're just like, oh my gosh, tell right. me more. And actually, I find that when three lines talk about their failures, those are the most magnetic stories they have to tell. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got a couple of good stories. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's so like when, so I really encourage people to pull their human design chart and it should hopefully tell you what your profile is. And then you can like, look, just do some research. I also have posts on my Instagram page where I break down, you know, lines in lots of different ways and just look at, you know, where am I in the higher frequency of my conscious self and my unconscious self and where am I still playing in the lower frequency? Like I constantly have to just kick my own butt and say, just talk, Chrissy, it'll be okay. Even though you're scared to share, just you've done enough research, keep talking. And it's, you know, and so the more we, the more we own all of our power, the the more magnetic we become, the more we can be of service and the more we actually come into alignment in our business because it starts to clarify for us how we're here to support other people. Well, I'm excited for you to re-listen to this episode because the way you deliver information, the way you've explained it all, you have taken a very, I love people that can take very complicated and complex systems, especially in spiritual world that not everyone's exposed to and can deliver it and give it to people in a way that's digestible and easy to understand. Even those of us that know a lot of this lingo, like sacral and all these things, like you've, you know, you've explained it very well to where I feel like I'm even walking away from this conversation with more knowledge than I had coming in. So, so thank you very much. And I really appreciate you going over those aspects of human design, because I know for me, you know, a lot of us get our information from scrolling through our exposure from scrolling through, you know, whatever social media platform we are on. And anyone that I've scrolled over that discusses human design, those are the words that you see is like generator, you know, the profile lines and all of this. So I think that will help maybe people that are just uh, starting to understand this world, maybe understand it a little bit better as to what that means. So I really appreciate you sharing that all. Where is it on Instagram that our listeners can find you? My company is called This Sacred Life. So it's thissacred.life on Instagram. And my website is the same. And it's because it's what I'm most passionate about is helping people really come into alignment, right? Move out of all of the stories that tell them they're not good enough and not brilliant enough and not 
amazing enough and release all of that conditioning and step fully into their personal power and step fully into their deep love of self. And from there, really find their vocational path, right? And really learn how they're here to serve. I talk to so many people who are like, I know it's something more, right? I know I'm supposed to be Mm -hmm. doing something bigger, something more, and I just can't find out how to figure, how do I figure this whole thing out? And, and it's so funny because when I sit with those people, often what happens is you just start to like scratch the surface. You start to then tap, like, like reflect back human design. It just holds up a mirror, right? I'm just going to show you how brilliant you are. And then they're like, I'm brilliant. (laughs) I, 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 everything you said, I knew, but I didn't know, but I did know I am brilliant. And then they're able to start to get clear on like, okay, yes, now you're brilliant. Now, what do you desire? What do you want? This is a playground, this human life. It's, it's incredible. It is a gift to be alive. It is the, we, we forget often we get so caught up in our fears and the, the pressure and how hard it can be. And it it can be, there's a lot of suffering and a lot of pain. And mm-hmm. also there's so much beauty and so much joy just in the most mundane moments and just the just the knowing that I can sit here and take a breath and I have the blessing of sitting here with the two of you and like how wild is it this human life and so the more that people anchor into that and remember how brilliant they are and then you start to give them a path forward it's it's pretty amazing what can happen well and it reminds people of their worthiness because if you have these things that if you've had failure or you feel that things aren't working out, but then you start to understand why that is, then that can then become not part of the narrative as to what's wrong. It's, oh, this is just who I am. And I am worthy of, because I have these other aspects. I am worthy of doing what it is I want. I am worthy of things working out for me. You know, and I think with, with, I would say most of us that are in the spiritual world offering services to serve for people that tends to be, at least that's my deep reasoning for it. I love being able to remind people of their worthiness. That's a journey I had to take. And that's where the, that's where things really started to open up for me was when I started to heal that piece. So yeah, I think this is a, a fascinating way to, to be able to do that for people. Yeah. I mean, and that's what it was for me too, was remembering my own heart, my own deep self-love, my own magic, my own my own gifts of just being me and that, you know, and human design talks so much about deconditioning because it recognizes it's literally a system that recognizes when you are not yourself, you cannot be fully expressed. You cannot be fully of service. You cannot be fully in love with yourself. And like, I can only hold space for people and help people to the capacity at which I can help myself. So it all comes back to self over and over and over again. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's an amazing tool. We're, we're blessed to have it. It's pretty remarkable. Thank you so much. And like Peyton said, you just have a beautiful way of expressing everything and kind of lining it up for people to understand. So I think our listeners are going to, I hope, get a spark of excitement for this and check you out and see what you have to offer. And you're also having, we have a podcast, but you're revamping it. So you're going to be doing a lot more of you're just talking about human design, right? So do you want to maybe just before we go, just talk a little bit about that as well? Yeah. So I started a podcast last summer and I did a flurry of episodes and they were all me interviewing other people, which I loved because I find human beings absolutely riveting and fascinating. And I could sit and interview people all day long. But I also recognized I was hiding in the shadow of my one line. I was so scared to step fully into my power and teach, which is what I'm here to do. And I was, I was so scared. So I just didn't. And I dressed it up as, oh, look, I did this amazing thing with this amazing podcast. And then I was like, well, shoot, I was too scared. So now I've actually pulled the podcast episodes and I may put them out again later, but I want to start again from a place of recognizing the gifts that I have to share and start by sharing them. And then I can go back to interviewing people. But again, it it really comes back to like my entrepreneurship journey is how can I be the greatest version of myself? How can I keep healing and expanding and growing? And that's 
the work. And the more I do that, the more people I can help really. Amazing. So that's exciting. I'm so excited for that because like, I love the way you explain things. So I'm excited for you to bring your knowledge and what you've learned over the years. And I think it's going to just be amazing and really help so many people get in alignment with themselves and experience that deprogramming and deconditioning of everything. So I'm excited for that to come out. So everybody keep your eyes open for that. (laughs) Follow her on Instagram and that will be out at some point. So yeah, thank you so, so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. Oh, well, I feel so grateful. Thank you both. Yes, thank you. One more thing before we go. I just want to, what are programs that if people are wanting to work with you, what are some programs that you offer? I know you offer some mentorship. If you want to just give our listeners a, a rundown of what it is that you do offer if someone's wanting to work with you. So I do have a single human design session uh, where people can come in and have that single session. And then I also have a human design for entrepreneurs package where it's two sessions. And in that first session, it's really where you get reflected back your brilliance in that first session, really deeply understanding where you're, who you really authentically are, where you're stuck in your conditioning and in the lower frequency of your self of your authenticity and, you know, and how you can and give you skills and tools to move into the highest frequency of yourself. You connect in another, another way to say that is connect to your most authentic self. And then that second session, we take that human design chart and we basically deconstruct it with your business in mind and look at you know, how can we better understand your brand, your target market, your culture, your niche, your brand messaging. And human design is a spectacular tool for helping us to understand these parts of our businesses. And when we're in alignment with, when we really understand our energy and we can create our business in a way that matches what people desire from us. Like it's what we desire, what is most authentic to us and what, how the world perceives us and what they desire from us. And when you put that formula together, then there's alignment, right? Then people are like, ah, you are the person I've been looking for. You are the one. I recognize that in you because you're aligned and it's aligning with my desire and my expectations. So So that second session is really fantastic for that. And then I also offer, I do three month and six month mentorship packages. And that's a lot of my work right now is it's both, it's helping entrepreneurs, you know, build and scale their businesses. And then I also help people just really tap into their personal power, like People who have forgotten themselves along the way. I I grew up with a lot of people pleasing and codependency. And and so I find that I attract a lot of people that are like, I recognize these patterns. How do I move out of this now? And so I also do a lot of personal development mentorship around all that too. You're magic. Complete magic. 1,000 thank yous. Like uh, we appreciate you being here so much. This was so phenomenal and just exciting. I feel like we could have went for hours on this conversation. So the fact we were able to like get that in an hour is phenomenal. So thank you again so much, Christy. And we just, we love you. And anyone wants to connect with her, please find her on her website or on her Instagram, this sacred life. Thank you. Thank you both so much. feel so honored to be here. Hey, Soli listeners. Thank you so much for being here with us today. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to help support us, there are a few ways that you can do that. The first way is to give us a positive review on Apple or Spotify, and this helps us to be pushed up the algorithm, which allows more people to find our podcast. The second thing you can do is word of mouth. Send it to a friend or a family member who you feel would really enjoy this kind of conversation. We also have all of our social media linked below, as well as our solely email. So if you have something to say, you have a question, you have an episode suggestion, or just want to share your story, you can do that below. 